Yes, we are live. We are live with Positively Angela. This is Lance Gerv, of course, always working along in the background. We're just waiting for her, you know, to come on in and, and you know, take over and do her thing. And that's always welcome. I hope all is well, because usually by now she would have um, reached out or just popped in. She just might pop in. And like I said, you're expecting Positively Angela. And I hope she comes in. She's never had a problem with um, communicating with me. She couldn't make it or whatever. So I'm just assuming that, you know, maybe she's finishing up cooking some dinner, you know, and uh, getting stuff together. So I will keep it on that. I don't want to Lance curve up her show too much because when it's played back, it's like, who is this guy? (laughs) That's why even on her banners, I never put my logos or anything because I really want her to succeed it's all about her. Um, not that when I put my logo on other people's shows when they come over with me, not, to, not that I don't want them to succeed, but I really, really, you know, want to help her in every single way because I, I can't say I believe in her. I can say that I know in her, you know what I mean? So that's what it's going to be. Um, that's what it's going to be for me because she is so talented. She's so on top of her game. She's made for this. And I see her aura. I see her, her innocence and, and her love and, and how she's passionate about, you know, just the law and, and helping you to see things clearly. She has helped me so much. And I righteously love her so much. Like I love all of you out here, you know, and this is why I do what I do. So tomorrow at the show at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, I will have some announcements that I won't make here because of her branding and the category that she's in. And I've spoken about it before, but there's some new endeavors that I'll be doing from tomorrow. And um, I have to set those things up. And like I said earlier, I, and I'm kind of running my mouth to kill the time, right? Because if for some reason, I'm going to reach out to her, I'm going to give her some time. I'm going to give her about another six minutes and I'll reach out to her and let her uh, try to find out if there's any obstacle, you know, because things can happen in life and we just don't know. So it's not even about benefit of the doubt because we know she's always here. And sometimes I remember one time I had a show to do and I was so tired, seriously tired. This was a, on a weekend about maybe six or seven years ago. And I fell asleep and I, Ooh, the sleep was good. And somebody called me. It's like, Lance, you're supposed to be live like 15 minutes ago. I was like, Oh my God, give me some time. I'll be there. I felt so bad. I hate to, Commit to something. What it is. Here she is. Here she is. Here she is. Looking beautiful. Yes. No, 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 no. It, it's it's the law. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I got things done and I just said, oh, let me eat real quick. And but it's the law. <laughs> ready. I, and, and you know what? I'm a little not prepared. We have, we have a little echo in the background. We do? Yeah. Is that coming from my side? Possibly. Yeah, it has to be. I'm not blaming you. It just came when you came in. Don't worry about that because I'm going to mute myself and let you take over. You know? Oh, well, try muting and see if the echo is still there. Okay. I'm going to mute and I'm going to talk on this end and see if we have it coming through something else over here. Okay. I'm going to get this in. Oh, I I don't hear an echo. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's okay. Probably... Maybe the mic could be picking up 
what's from in your ear earplugs, but I don't think so. It may be the setting on your computer. Let me let me turn my earpieces down. And how about that? Oh, yeah. turn that... it down, and I'll talk, and we'll see if this echo's still there. One, I gotta two, turn that on to work. Four, Testing five, one, two, six. check. No echo. Whatever you did just now, there was no echo. Okay, but that's again, good. But you can hear me nice and clear. Yes, I can hear you nice and clear. And I'll okay. distract me, and I won't. This ensures that I won't do too much talking toward the end. <laughs> We'll work with that. It won't be around next week. We have you here. We're glad to see you here. And um, that's how we work. I mean, I know you're going to be here. But I was saying to myself, in hindsight, you know, I said, I said life takes over. Sometimes if something happened, I'm going to reach out to you another couple of minutes to make sure. But boop, you popped on in. So yeah. we're good. So I had we it all up and ready, and all I had to do was enter the studio. I was just running around and making sure that he was okay, too. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and I have to make another wrap around for you um it, it slipped my mind i made the banner quick with okay. other things and i've been i've been working hard th today so I'm, I'm gonna shut up i'm gonna just tell you real quick mr scurve woke me up early this morning and i got to bed almost like five right and she was going up to the property to do some work and we had to do some heavy lifting right and so she's like listen i need you you have to get up. I was like, oh, we had like two hours of sleep. It's what time in the morning? It's seven in the morning. I went to bed at five. What? This is no, no. I made you some food, but I know you're tired, but I know you're real tough. You, you know, you're battle tested. I need this today. Yeah. Because we had some stuff stored, furniture stuff uh, stored in my studio. In oh. The house, right. And it's not finished yet, but we had, so she wanted to take it from out of there the ventilation wasn't as good as of yet right so we i had to lift couches mattresses beds you know <laughs> just give me pictures. i'm suffering i'm sweating yeah you know? oh man <laughs> my legs are cramping i was out of it i was like you know what this has helped me to get in shape because i'm starting the gym soon anyway so there when we done, i came down and i just got back in time to do my uh 10 o'clock in the morning show just in time <laughs> made a bad thing some smack for an hour, got off of that, and been working on other stuff to get up later on. So I'm beat, and don't don't take that as like shorten your show. No, I'm just saying because when I get beat, I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm working off for two hours for the last two days. So I'm gonna uh, shut it up now and let you show us what you have in store. I love you. I appreciate you, uh, and let's take it away. Thank you. And we don't have any. And we don't have any feedback again, right? No, no feedback. No. I came out to I, you hear it now because I unmuted myself, but I'm muting myself now and you won't hear it. Oh, OK. Well, let me let me start because I have my iPad, right? So I can be in the chat. Um, hey, David, Miss Peace. Hi. Yes, I did cut my hair. See my little see my little part. Girl, my curls are popping today. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Um, um, Marcia Zon Live. Welcome, everybody, to the space. I know there's 13 people here, but uh, not everybody has identified themselves, and that's okay. Hi, David. <laughs> I see you all. So, the Bible story today. You remember the master. 
The master had three servants. He gave one servant five talents. He gave the other servant two talents. And he gave the last servant one talent. We know this story. So the man with five talents went out and he doubled his and he got ten. The other man with two, he doubled his and he got four. Now that last one, he was scared. He was afraid. And so he hid his talent. He buried it. So the master comes back and he says, oh, what have you accomplished today? What did you do? And the one with five said, well, master, you gave me five and I brought ten back. I got five more. Oh, how about you? Well, you gave me two and I brought two extra. I have four. And what about you? Well, 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 master, I knew that you were a hard man and I was scared. And so I didn't know what to do when I just hid mine. Here, here's the one. Master looked at him and said, oh, you wicked servant. And he yanked it out of his hand and he gave it to the one with ten. The moral of the story is, use what you have been given and use it confidently. Why use it confidently? Because you trust the master. Oh, let's look at the law. Each and every one of us has been given a talent, something we're good at, something that, you know, we can do, something we enjoy doing. We've all been given something. There's never a need to look to the left or look to the right and say, this person has more than I do. There's no reason for that because each person's gift is unique. You understand? So the one who was given five, do you know why he was given five? Because he had been shown to be faithful. The one who was given two, he was also faithful, but he was less faithful than the one with five. Now the one who was given one, the master knew he was unfaithful. Thus, he only gave him one. Can't mess up with one, can you? Well, so we think. So each man is given a gift according to their own merit, not because the other is better than the other. No, nobody's better than. Everybody's been through different things, so you get according to who you are. So the one with five, he was faithful to multiply his five. The one with two was faithful to multiply his two. And the one who was unfaithful, you see, here's the thing. He was unfaithful but he was given the opportunity to rise to faithfulness, and he refused. Where's the law? We are given things. We are given things. What are we given? Speech and the ability to think. And depending on how we use them, you understand, depending on how we use those talents that we've been given, talents, they're called talents because it's money, kind of. That's, that's what they called their stuff back in the day. We're all given things. So, are you faithful? Mm. How do you know if you're faithful or not? Do you follow through? 
Now, here's the thing. The law always gives you the opportunity to follow through and to rise above what you already are. It means you don't have to be scared and say, oh, I only got one and, you know, mm, God is mean and I'm scared of God. So I'm just going to hide over here in the corner. That, that, that's not what the law asks you to do. The law says you have one. What can you do with that one? Think higher of yourself to use the one that you've been given. That is what the law encourages us to do on a daily basis. So it doesn't matter if you've been given the least. That is irrelevant what you've been given. The relevance falls with, did you use what you were given to the best of your ability? That is the difference between five, two, and one. You see it? So where are you? Are you five, are you two, or are you one? Look at the law. Which one are you? It doesn't matter what you have been given. The point of the matter is you've been given something. Use your mental faculties because the universe is a mental creation. Yes? Use your mental faculties to what? Cultivate what you have been given. Don't sit on it. Because you know what also happened in that story? The one who buried his, it was taken from him and given to the one with five. Not the one with two or four, but the one with five, with ten. Why was he given that? Because he had proven himself to be faithful with the little he was given. He's the most faithful, so he got it. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean he's punished. It doesn't mean the one who had one and didn't use it was punished. Look at the law of correspondence. How did he think of himself? <laughs> that is it right there. He thought he was not worthy. He thought he was not worthwhile. He thought, I only have one, so how important can I possibly be? He thought so little of himself. What is... What does the law say? As within, so without. How you see yourself is how you must be. So he saw himself as the least of the least. And thus, the one who sees himself as more will always have more. Not because he takes it from someone else, but because he uses the law to accomplish more. Does that make sense? So when I ask you, which one are you? It, like I said, it doesn't matter which one you are, whether you're one, two, or five. It is all a matter of perspective. Do you see yourself as the greatest, which is five? Do you see yourself as two, or do you see yourself as the least? Cause and effect. If you see yourself as the least, what can you expect? You can expect to get nothing in return because you're not... You haven't cultivated that thought to say, you know what? I am worthwhile. As within, so without. This is the thing to be understood. What have you been given? Use it. Well, I don't know what to do. You think the one with five knew what to do? You think the one with two knew what to do? No. They went out. And because of the way they saw themselves, they learned. 
they were presented with opportunities to multiply what they had because they were open and the way they saw themselves. But the one who saw himself as the least, he closed himself off to any possibility of growth. Sometimes that's what we do. Then we don't think, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I've heard that my whole life. I'm not good enough. Oh, you will never go amount to anything. I've heard that forever. If that's what you're telling yourself, you know exactly what you can expect. But don't get mad. Well, you can't get mad at the law because the law doesn't care. Because it doesn't have feelings. It's not a person, right? But what is it? What is it that you've been given? Right? Use what you have been given. Do not question it and say, I don't know what to do. If you, now, if here's where your faithfulness is tested. Who's testing your faithfulness? You are. Because you want to see what you're capable of. If you say, look, I don't know what to do. But, hmm, I know I want to expand. This one, I want to make it two. So what, what can I do to make this one two? And do you know as you go out into the world and you encounter people, you will get ideas. And all of a sudden, the one that you had now became two. Why? Because you saw yourself in a place of, hmm, I can do this. I don't know where to start. But I'll start with what I have. I have one. Now, how can I make it two? How can I get it out to the rest of the world? So somebody will take interest in it, and perhaps I'll learn something. That is what you do. That's how you test your faithfulness. You look at what you've been given, and you say, huh, you know what? I have this thing that I've been given, and I want to use it. Then, the minute you decide to use it, the pathway opens up before you and you meet this person, you meet that person, and you meet somebody else. And all of a sudden, now you've expanded yourself. And then when you look in the mirror, you no longer think of yourself as, oh, I'm the least of the least. You don't think of that anymore. Right? But you must be faithful with the little things. That is why the example of one is there, because one is the least, because zero was nothing. <laughs> and you need the smallest amount of something, and so he had one. If he could not be faithful enough to say, you know what? I was entrusted with something of value. I want to use it. Just because I was given this thing of value, I appreciate the thing that I was given. Let me Share it. He didn't do that. He hid it. He hid it. Why? Out of fear. Do you see what fear causes us to do? The fear of failure or the, the fear of success. It causes us to shrink. It causes us to become small. But if you are already thinking and believing that you are small, well, then the way you think and the way you speak and the way you act must confirm that thought. It has to correspond. And that's what he did with his one. He buried it. So even if you don't trust you, 
right? Even if you don't trust you and what you are capable of, is the law not trustworthy? Does the law ever deceive you? Do you go outside and at the full moon, it's not there? No, it's right where it says it's going to be. If it's winter, is the sun going to beat down on you like a hot summer day? No, it isn't. Regardless of global warming, right? It says, the seasons say, this is my schedule. Winter, spring, summer, fall. The law of rhythm. Right? You reap what you sow. That is what happens here. So if you're going to sow that fear, and you see where that fear comes from? That fear is a memory that is stored in your body based upon something you encountered back in the day. Maybe you wanted to do something and you heard, mm-hmm, ain't no money in that. Oh, oh, you think you're as good as your sister? You think you're as good as your brother? Oh, please. Yeah, okay. Now what do you do? You stop. Right? You stop doing what you're doing because you are afraid. You're afraid of being laughed at. You are afraid of failure. You're afraid of success even. But in spite of the fear, you have to understand the fear is the memory that will make you say, what if? That's what the fear will do. What if? But what if? you're successful. That's what the guy with two did. And that's what the guy with five did. Because I'm sure they were scared too. This is speculation, but I'm sure they were. Who's not scared when you want to try something new? Right? It's the unknown. But if you use the law, the law removes unknowns. Well, how so? Cause and effect. If you know what it is you want to accomplish, the law tells you if you know the cause, you can predict the effect, the outcome. So is there an unknown? Not necessarily. The only unknown is the all, because we can't get our minds around that greatness quite yet. But you see, where are you today? Where are you today in this journey of life? Where are you? Someone said to me today, this is all I've ever known. I, I want to believe it, but I can't. And I keep telling myself that I'm not good enough. And I'm like, but if you can tell yourself that you're not good enough, even if you don't believe that you are good enough, how about you make a promise to yourself that you will only speak things that are uplifting to you. Right? Only speak things that are uplifting to you. And the reason I say that is because look at the law of correspondence. I know I tell you as within, so without all the time. But there's another part, as above, so below. You see, the all, when the all thinks, the all is precise in its thinking. That's why every cause has an effect and every effect has its cause. You cannot plant corn and get oranges. 
whatever is contained within has to be the fruit on the outside. That is how precise the all is. The all does not waste time. The all does not complain. The all is balanced. The all is focused. How do you know? Look at the law. When you look at the law, mentalism, correspondence, vibration, polarity, rhythm, causation, gender. When you look at those laws and you see how precise they are, how exact and how focused they are, well, imitate the all if you don't have a role model. That's the best role model. So that means your thoughts have to be precise. You must know what you want. There's no time to say, I'm scared. You ever heard the all say, I'm scared? <laughs> no, he doesn't say, or she doesn't say, it doesn't say, I'm scared. It does what it wants because it is sovereign. And whatever it does is of a benefit to all of us. Right? So, when you think about yourself... If the all only thinks good things, how do you know the all only thinks good things? Look around you. Good things exist. Oh, but Angela, that's not true. Evil exists. Does it? Good and evil are simply the same thing. It's just a matter of vibration that separates the two. What is good for one may be evil for another. It is all a matter of vibration. But it is the forgetting of the law that causes man to slide downward. So if you walk with the law, I keep telling you, Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Which means the Almighty is light. Because in order for there to be shadow, there must be light. So who's casting that shadow? Huh. Ponder that. So if you walk in that, knowing the law, living it on a daily basis, and reminding yourself, ah, okay, so as within, so without. Oh, you're so, you're so foolish. You're so dumb. Wait, as within, so without? Mm -hmm. Is that what you want? No, it isn't. Well, then, what is it that you want? You know what? You speak to yourself in the highest possible way. Oh, you did good. You pat yourself on the back. You throw your own confetti and rose petals. Why? Because when you acknowledge what you are, when you acknowledge the perfection that you are, as within, so without, and as above, so below, the all does not make mistakes. So how can you be one? Oh, that's what your mother said? That's what your father said? Mm. You know why they say thing? You know why they would say something like that? Because they didn't know the law. That's why. That is why they would say such a thing. And because they said it does not make it fact, nor does it make it truth. They're just seeing the world through their own memories that are stored in their own bodies. This is what we call generational curses. You see? So 
when you look at yourself and you see what you've been given, develop a curiosity. Oh, indeed. Children are most curious. They want to know why. Why? How come, mummy? Oh, you hear the questions I get in a day. <laughs> right? So they want to know. Develop a curiosity to understand what you are and what you have been given so that you, so that you, right? Once you know and you apply it, do you think you'll ever be in a position to say, I don't have, I lack, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. What does that mean? It means the Lord is your shepherd. You don't have nothing to worry about. You don't, you don't want for anything. Water. <coughs> Pardon me. Does that make sense to you today? Right? These are the things, and I tell people all the time, the law is in every holy book. And that story doesn't mean that because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, you didn't follow through. It doesn't mean that somebody's going to yank it out of your hands. There is no punisher. You see that? There is no punisher. It all has to do with what is within you. So you're trying to tell me that I, I, I chose this life? I, I chose to be this way? No, that's not what I'm saying to you. I am saying to you, we all have been programmed between the ages of zero to seven. And because we have been programmed, all the decisions we make, unless we override the program, unless you're conscious enough to override the program, stubborn enough to override the program, Right? Unless you're stubborn enough to do that, we tend to stay where we are. Remember, Neville Goddard tells us the desire to change must be stronger than the desire to remain the same. So, that's what you're doing here. Those old memories, those old programs, if we don't change them, if we don't recognize them, they cause us to behave, listen to the word, cause, and the effect is the behavior. They cause us to behave in a particular way because they are habits. They're habits. You ever heard somebody say, oh, I was spanked. I was beat a lot as a kid, so I'm not going to beat my children. You've, you've got to be cognizant enough to make that decision. Because you understand the harm that it does. Because it doesn't teach, right? It just makes one angry. What do you want to teach? Every moment, and the law teaches us this. The law teaches us that every moment is a learning opportunity. You're always learning a new way to be. Right? So, even though you've been given one, use the one that you've been given. Because now, you've risen. You've expanded. You've grown. You've learned. And you know what you've proved to yourself? You prove to yourself, hey, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. I did that. Oh, I can do that next thing. 
You're only ever proving your own faithfulness to yourself. And you begin to see what you are capable of. And when you know that you're capable of something, you say to yourself, huh, well, I, it doesn't matter what I do, I'm capable. It is irrelevant, the activity. If you are capable, then you are capable. Just like if you're faithful, it does not matter what you'll be faithful in because you're just faithful. That's what you cultivate within yourself. That is your character. That character is what determines the type of woman or the type of man you will become. Right? Not these words that we throw about alpha, beta, sigma, male. I've never heard such nonsense in my life. But it's thrown about. And I'm like, the only thing that will determine the kind of man or woman you are is the character you develop by way of the law. Take away that character from the law and tell me what kind of human you're going to have. Hmm. One who lacks discipline. You see, it all comes down to that one talent, the two talents and the five. Right? Discipline. The other two were disciplined enough to know if I do this, cause and effect. If I do that, cause and effect. And they were disciplined enough to follow through. But the one who did not use his talent, he didn't prove to himself that he could be faithful with little. He didn't prove that to himself. So then he continued to doubt himself and then fear rose up. And he hid his talent. He hid it. He hid his value. But here's the good news today. If you spent your time hiding your value, dust it off. How do you dust it off? By reminding yourself that the all only creates things of value. So that means you have value. Indeed you do. Look at what they're telling us. If we don't have honeybees, we won't have harvest. But the honeybee, look at how small it is. Look at how small it is. But look at what it does on such a grand scale. So you think your one thing is insignificant? <laughs> Never that. It's just that you don't see the big picture. You don't see where you fit. You don't always have to see where you fit. Just do you. Do what that thing is. Just do what that thing is. And the fit will just happen. Because, because why? Cause and effect. You do what you are meant to do. How do you know what you're meant to do? First of all, you don't have to go looking for it. It's there. It's there. It's that thing that you do and you love doing it. But perhaps you're afraid to do it because the world has says there's no money in it. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. You're not doing it. <laughs> you know, I love the words mutual benefit. You are not doing it for everybody, you're doing it for you, but everybody benefits because you do it. 
That's the key. Just do it. So don't bury what you've been given. That's the word in this lesson today of this scripture. You don't go out and bury it. And then we say, my life is so hard. How come nothing ever works out for me? Why is God punishing me? Oh, we say that at times, don't we? When in actuality, as within, so without. You've talked yourself out of every good possible thing because you're afraid. You think when Michelangelo looked up at the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, he didn't quiver with a little bit of fear? <laughs> he had to fill up that thing? It's, it's natural to question oneself and one's abilities. It's natural, meaning it's human. But if you practice the law, you will be reminded that as a man thinketh, therefore he is, as within, so without. So you got to, you know, you, when you go to a concert, there's the opening act or you have a hype man. Well, you've got to be the hype man. Be your own hype man so that when you go out with your one talent, you're so pumped up and energized and invigorated that you go out and you do it and you do it well. <laughs> After all, that is what we want, isn't it? And when you know that you've done the best that you can do, there is a sense of satisfaction that comes. You say, hmm, I did that. You pop your collar a little bit. You're like, yeah, I did that. So what equipped you to do it? What strengthened you to do it? The law. You're never alone. Ever. You have a guide. So if you use the guide, like the one did with the five, use the law and make your five, ten, as within, so without. Look at correspondence. He had five within, got five on the outside. We could call it ten if we wanted, but if you look at it, it is correspondence. But the one, you see what he had? He had a contradiction. The thing within did not match. The thoughts within did not match the words nor his actions. So he was in contradiction of the law. And one cannot be in contradiction of the law because <laughs> you must always get what you are. So his thing that he had on the inside that we could clearly see, he saw himself as nothing, thus he got nothing. Let me look in the chat and see who's here. And questions. Okay. Uh, oh, Marcia, you're from the UK. Zon, welcome. Um, oh, thanks, Miss Peace. <laughs> David, I love my background too. Thank you. <laughs> my bestie. <laughs> yeah. She was like, girl. <laughs> so I did it. <laughs> She's got good tastes. Um, hello, Ms. M. I see you. Thank you. I love the background as well. <laughs> Great man. Yes. What you think of yourself is how you treat yourself and what you, and how you treat yourself is what? How you'll treat others. 
Uh, Buana, thank you. Uh, Dark Migo, why thank you as well. Buana, you say, Lance, you'll be having some smart women on your panel. Sounds like a Bajan. Oh, that's because I am a Bajan. <laughs> thank you. I didn't know it was that obvious, but <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, exactly. Being rich and being wealthy are two different things. They are. Wealthy is a lifestyle, and it is a way that you see yourself and the way you behave. Rich is just something, it just means you've acquired a lot of money, right? But wealth is not just money. Ah, Midnight Green, welcome. I didn't see Oyela, but I will shout her out anyway. Are there any questions based upon that Bible story of the talents? One, two, and five. Where are you? And sometimes, this is why I tell you don't beat yourself up. Because the one who had the five, one doesn't start with five, do we? We start with nothing. Hmm. And we build. We build from zero to one. You know what you can do with one? You get two. And from two, you get four. Hmm. That's almost beginning to sound like the Fibonacci sequence, but hmm, I digress. You see it? One within, one without, two within, two without, five within, five without. It is the law of correspondence that this story is telling you to pay attention to. But if you don't know that it's correspondence... We'll call it 10, right? So you, you see? <laughs> but that's the whole point of this story. You know who you are. Because what you are on the inside is what you experience on the outside. It's what you are. And you, you're, you're not supposed to be ashamed of who you are. It is, as Neville Goddard always says, you could have started behind the eight ball. It is irrelevant. If you stay behind the eight ball in your thinking, well, you've clearly chosen where you want to be. But if you know that's where you started, you also know that's not where you need to end up. You can move yourself by way of the law of vibration from whatever that is to where you want to be. Does that make sense? I thought I saw the chat move exactly joe you don't hide your natural skills you cultivate them i like that word cultivate because it reminds you that you are always reaping what you have sown and that's cultivation right that's why i say if you if you have a natural inclination for something do it, regardless of what you may have heard. Do not allow those things that you have heard, because remember, the body stores memories. So feeling insignificant, feeling like you're not worthy, being neglected, being abandoned, all those things are memories. And because <laughs> we like to reminisce, that is the design of the human, to recall information and do it again. That's why you recall information, you know. 
Every time you recall it, you do it again. So the next time you're sitting there and you recall a not-so-pleasant memory, you are doing it again. You're living it again because you, you draw that feeling up. Remember, the memory is stored in the body, and it made you feel a particular way. And so because it made you feel a particular way 20 years ago, if you sit there and you reminisce, bam, the same way you felt 20 years ago is the same way you feel now. And the same way you feel now will cause you to behave the way you did 20 years ago. So you have to, how do you, how do you release that from the body? You release it from the body by telling the body what you want to do instead. Simple as that. Because the body has been designed to take direction. The body takes direction. You say go left, it goes left. You say go right, it goes right. So if you tell it, hmm, you know what? That's a memory. It's no longer happening. I'm learning a new way to be. Here's the new way I'm learning to be. If you were like me and you used to cuss everybody out in your head and be angry all the time, <laughs> then I had to tell myself, you know what? Mm, peace of mind is where we're at. And every time, because sometimes I will argue in my head, <sighs> And when I catch myself, I say, whoa, 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 peace of mind, baby girl, peace of mind. That's what we have. And I breathe. And I get my body in a state of relaxation so that I can have peace of mind. Because I'm telling my body, because I'm using the law of polarity, I'm telling my body we're going from anger to peace of mind. Every time I am tempted or I start that argument, I say, no. Two peace of mind. From anger, two peace of mind. And the minute you start doing that, you start to get thoughts that are much more peaceful because you are actually, when you stop and you inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose, you are calming your body down. And when you calm the body down, it takes direction better. You doubt me? Have a screaming child. You holler back at them, they will holler back at you. They don't hear anything you're saying if you holler at them. But if you Calm the child. It will hear what you, what you tell it. And chances are, it will listen. You are the same, just in a grown-up body. Right? Because that is the design of the human. Does that make sense? Are there any questions? I, while I sip my water, you guys can think of your questions. Yeah. And while you're thinking of your questions, um, July, the July, why do I want to say July? Because I, I want it to be summer. <laughs> January 27th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the Q&A workshop. You bring your, you DM me your questions. You know where you can find me. You can find me on Patreon. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Slide into my DMs with your question. And that Q&A, we will answer the question by way of law. We'll apply the law step by step so that you know you may have a hundred problems, but you'll always know the solution is the law. I thought I saw the chat go up. Do who? Uh, 
Zon, are you asking that question of myself or are you asking that question of Lance? Um, yeah, so that workshop is coming up. And to attend that workshop, if you are a subscriber to me, uh, like if you have a membership on my YouTube, they start at 99 cents, or you uh, follow me on Patreon, or you follow me on Fanbase as a subscriber, then it is free to attend. But if you don't want to do any of those things, it is simply $9 to attend. There. Um, no, I live in Canada, actually. It is cold outside. <laughs> it is cold um, and foggy today, actually. But do you understand what I'm saying to you today? Do you get it? You must speak to yourself. Listen, I understand if you have been living a lifestyle of struggle and frustration your whole life. Do you know why it is challenging to let that go? Because that's what habits are. Habits are designed the way they are so that they are not easily broken. You learn to read. You learn to write. You learn to add, subtract, multiply, divide. Those are habits. You learn to walk. That is a habit. Imagine having to get up every morning and learn how to do them all over again. This is why habits exist. Habits exist to make us successful. So if you have lived a habitual life, now remember, a generational curse is a habit. It is an activity, a thought, so a thought, a word, or an activity that has been done consistently. By who? Mommy, daddy, auntie, cousins, sisters, everybody. It's a habit. Right? So the reason why it is so hard to break is because habits are not meant to be broken. Habits are not meant to be broken. Why? Look at how hard you have to push against it. You don't have the energy for that. It's like a freight train. Try pushing it off the tracks. Well, unless you're Superman. But try pushing it off the track and tell me what happens to you. Do you know what the path of least resistance is? The path of least resistance is to decide upon the new habit you would like to do and practice that consistently. Why? Because it is easier to practice something new than it is to break down the old. <laughs> That's why this saying exists. The chains of habit are too light to be felt until it is time to change them then you feel how heavy it is. So what habit do you currently have? Remember, use the law of polarity. You have this habit. So what's the habit that replaces it? Then that's where you point yourself and you find the action. Here's the example. If you have clutter, the habit, you can look around your house. This is why hoarders exist. It's a habit. I'm not relinquishing things. And here's the thing. As within, so without. Messy space, messy mind. So in order to become tidy, put everything in its place every single day. And you start with the smallest pile. 
This is how you do it. Start with the smallest pile. And you put everything in its place. Why? Because you are learning a new way to be. Because think about it. It's just easy to come home and throw it right there in the corner. It's easy to do that because you've been doing it for so long. So it falls under the same thing when you say, well, I've been telling myself I'm useless for years. So what do you want to tell yourself instead? Instead of insulting yourself, why don't you praise yourself? Why don't you tell yourself something good about yourself? Oh, you don't know where to start. Find something because you know, as well as I do, that there is something you like about yourself. And even if it's just one, and if you can't find it, then you're not looking <laughs> because you have it. And you start there. Instead, you tell yourself, you know what? I'm not going to insult myself anymore. Starting now. Instead of saying, you're ugly, you say, you know what? You have nice eyes or you have nice lashes. You have nice toes. You have nice hands. Find that thing that you appreciate about yourself. Why? Because the more you appreciate it, the more you begin to see other things that you are going to appreciate about yourself. That's how you create the new habit of praise as opposed to insult by practicing every single day to praise, to uplift, to edify yourself instead of insulting and tearing down yourself and browbeating yourself. Go from to, which is polarity because the pendulum swings, right? And even when you go from to, you are changing what's within. And because you're changing what's within, if you go through the day and you insult yourself four times, right? And then you get up tomorrow, you insult yourself four times again. You're like, oh, how many times did you edify yourself? And the more you edify yourself, just like the roots of bamboo, eventually you will stop insulting yourself, then those roots now give shoots and they start to break above ground, meaning what is on the inside that you have diligently cultivated will show itself on the outside. That is what we do around here. Let me see the chat. Indeed, Mercedes, habit is an energy. It has its own vibration. So if it is a habit that is edifying, that is a high vibration. If it is a habit that tears you down, well then. And if you notice, if you notice, if you spend your time and you cultivate a lifestyle, right? Don't, don't just do something because you want something. Do it because when you do it, you never have to want something. Think about this for a minute. You know, he'll clean up his room, right? And I'm like, don't clean up your room because you want an allowance. Clean your room because you live in here and you don't want it to smell bad. That's why you clean your room. That's why you clean your room. You don't clean your room just because somebody's coming over. 
clean your room because you live in it. So when you're learning the law, you don't learn the law because, ooh, I'm going to get me a billion dollars. You don't, mind you, you can if you want to. You can, you can use it that way if you want to. But use the law and create a lifestyle that walks in constant alignment with the law. That's what Psalm 91 is telling you. You have to be in alignment to cast that shadow. You see it? If you walk in alignment daily, you never have to oh, run around and try and figure it out. Oh no, what am I going to do? No, you don't have to do that. Why? Because you're cultivating a lifestyle of ease and abundance. The law is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. Why don't I want for anything? Because when you have the law, you know you have it all. You get to call those things that are not as though they were. That's what you get to do with the law. So how can you say, oh, I really need that. If I don't have it, my life won't change. What? Having the law, you won't ever be in a position to say, I don't have. I'm not good enough. The law always elevates us. The law always elevates. It wants you to think the best of yourself. Why? How do you know? Because as within, so without. You keep with that attitude of, oh, I can't. Well, then you won't because that's what's within. So if you want to be able to tell yourself that you can and practice it and practice it and practice it. You did not learn to tie your shoes because you stopped practicing. You tie your, if you wear laces, you tie those shoes every day, don't you? Or you found a way to not have to tie them. There's a lot of fancy ways to do your laces nowadays. But the point is, if you have lace-up shoes, you tie your laces every day. You don't stop tying them because I'm tired. I don't want to tie my shoes. You don't want to tie your shoes, you're going to be tripping. Let's look at the chat. Ah, you see, the laws of Ma'at are 42, yes? I, I think that's what they are. They're 42. And then you, when you compare and contrast the 42 to the 7, it is much easier to remember the 7. At least for me, I've found that way. But I do, I do hear you, the 42 laws of Ma'at. Yes, they're very helpful because they have their origin from the seven principles of creation. That's where they came from, right? They came from the seven principles. Indeed. Um, are there any questions before I turn it back to Lance? Because look at that. Ooh, Lance, I did it. It's an hour. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. So, if there aren't any questions, Lance... Yes, I'm right here. Yes, I am. <laughs> the time sure flies. The time sure flies. And yes, I'm going to echo what everybody has said in the chat room. The haircut is beautiful. You are beautiful. Oh, you. Just you exude this thing. You're so full of life. When you thank look you. at the camera, look at your eyes. When you look, there's this. So, I can see the intelligence. <laughs> you have, I can see a photo of you and just 
you exude this thing, I would see it through a photo. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Lance. Yeah, yeah. Everybody There's somebody loved. home. <laughs> you know, I tell you the lights are on, nobody's home. <laughs> but there's somebody home in here. <laughs> you know, it goes all the way to the top and flies out of the building and goes up in the sky. That's how much you got in Oh, Lance. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait. Joe has a question, Lance. Okay. Yeah, let's put it up. Is knowledge necessary to the understanding of truth? What a beautiful question. You see, with the seven hermetic principles, the laws of creation, you already know the truth. Because you know, as a gardener, when you go out and you plant, you know, based upon what you planted, that's the harvest you're going to bring in. That's truth. That is law. That is principle. Does one need knowledge? Well, I say, yes, you do. You have to know what seed does well with where you are. So all you're doing when you acquire the knowledge, the knowledge is just helping you to understand the law in all of its facets. You understand? Like, it, it's just, this is why when you learn the design of the body, right? Because knowledge applied is wisdom. Hmm? Because you can, you can learn as much as you want, but if you do not apply what you learn, you, you don't know what you've learned. This is why we test, right? This is why you test the spirit. Hmm. So knowledge, having knowledge and understanding of how the body is designed and how it works will help you to understand when you encounter the law of gender, when something is being projected towards you, when something is trying to polarize you, you begin to understand what's happening and why that would want to be done to you. But if you don't understand how the body works, well, now you become the prey. You see, knowledge, but this is what the law will do. The law elevates. So you are now, you get more intrigued and you want to know more. And so you start learning. When you read the Bible, you read it with different eyes, with a different understanding. Even though you may have memorized that scripture, the simple fact of understanding the law will help you understand. So you can go read the Torah, you can read the Quran, you can read uh, any other holy book. And you'll begin to understand by way of law what's being said. So knowledge is important, right? Knowledge is to know. And I think I want to say wisdom is to understand. Joe, does that answer your question? Hey, Reese. Hey, 100 Black Rock. I see you. Welcome to the space. But does that make sense tonight? Right? Um, so, as we go into the evening, some of you are into the morning, right? When we go into this, when you, when you go to bed, lay there and ponder on those laws as you fall asleep because the laws have their own vibration you understand 
the laws have their own vibration. They have a high vibration. Think Because why? They elevate. Right? So if you ponder them, if you lay there, you say, hmm, I'd like to understand polarity more. I would like to understand vibration more. Show me. Because the law of vibration tells you that everything moves. Let's go through the laws. The all is mind. Hmm. The universe is a mental creation. Correspondence as within, so without, as above, so below. Everything vibrates between two poles, a swing to and fro, creating a rhythm, an ebb, and a flow. Every cause has its effect and every effect its cause, a projection of the will, masculine, giving life, giving form, feminine. Those are the principles. So if you seek to understand those, if you lay there and you just ponder before you fall asleep thinking about them, you're going to realize something. Something will happen. Something will happen to you when you wake up in the morning. You'll have to tell me what it is. But something will happen to you when you wake up in the morning. Even that night as you sleep, something will happen. You know why? Because you cannot sleep in the presence of such a vibration and remain the same. Scientists are telling us. Dr. Bruce Lipton always says, because he, he coined the phrase epigenetics. He did the study that he took cells from someone and put them in a Petri dish and put cells from person A in one room and person B in another room. And he said, okay, I want you to think this way about this group of cells. And I want you to think that way about that group of cells. And do you know, the cells in the other room responded to the thoughts. The cells responded to the thoughts. And so he was like, well, how is that? Now, if he had known the law of correspondence, he would tell you that the cells within have to match. And you know what he came to understand about this experiment that he did? He understood the cells responded to the environment. What environment? And you know, he came to understand the environment that dictates the, where the cells live and how they live are the thoughts. Epigenetics. This is what he understood, that the thought influences the environment of the cells. So this, as within, so without, it must always correspond. So if you are thinking ill and whatever that is, your body has to respond to the thoughts that you are having inside because the body is the, feed the feedback mechanism. It will always tell you what's going on inside. And that's what he discovered. Now, I don't know if he knows the law or not. I don't know. But if you see it, as within, so without. So what also does science tell you? Science says that if you can manipulate your cells, the thought has a vibration. You understand? Every thought has a vibration. So depending on the vibration of the thought, 
Your cells and organs respond to the vibration. This is why if you are sitting there and you're rocking in the corner and you're crying and you're depressed, what do you think the body feels like? The shoulders are up here. You're tense. You've got knots in your shoulders. The breathing is shallow. The body must respond to the consciousness within, the thoughts that you have. So this is what science is telling us now. But we've already known it by way of law. It's just that science, if you understand those laws, the science will make sense. Ah, Mozinga, welcome to the space. Joe, you're welcome. Um, yeah, anywho, let's. I think I'm done now. <laughs> I said that a minute ago. <laughs> it's like when you go to a good restaurant and you couldn't wait to get there because it was your favorite food and you got a good plate, maybe two or three, who knows, a little sip of something in there. And you're like, oh, God, I, I'm ready to go home. I enjoyed myself. And that's the way I feel every time you come on the show and just share your knowledge and your wisdom with us. I just feel so good. And, and I'm going to sleep so good tonight. I had two hours of sleep, but I had to wait up for this and it was not anything that stretched me. I really enjoyed myself and I'll probably be zonked out for the next two hours before I even get a chance to sleep after hearing all this good inspirational talk that you share. So on that note, you have a good night. You, you have a well. send me the other, the next show for next week. I, I'm going to be home all day tomorrow. Um, and tomorrow is tomorrow for me. And tomorrow, uh, right now, where you are, it's yesterday. Because right now it's 2.11 a.m. for me in Accra, Ghana. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> I know, right? I'm in Tuesday. You're still in Monday. So, you know, I'm going to uh, rest and, and, and get up late and, and just do, you know, set up the shows, do the shows that I usually do and set yours up. So we have a whole week to promote it and it hangs there. And um, that's what we do. And um. There's just so much. There's just so much I can thank you for, and I do thank you for it. But I'm going to let you get some rest, and everybody else who is here in the room, thank you for coming through. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I really the weeks are flying by so fast. We're talking I about know, right? the 16th for you and the 17th for me, but whoa. So, know. you know, I got to ride the wave of time even more. It's the perception of it all. I'm in a good place. You're in a good place. And like I said, life can be wonderful. We choose that even when we have obstacles. And thank yeah. you for directing us with the law to show us how to go meet that place of bliss and happiness. You are so welcome. And I might, I might actually go live on positively Angela in the next like half an hour. I just might. <laughs> right. Right. That, that's a good thing to do. So listen, let everybody go on over there and, and follow you there too. You know, yeah, feeling a little, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 I might. And, yeah. and you should do that too on the regular. We have the crowd here. It will help to build up your channel. And when you get there, you know, subscribe to positively Angela. This is what we want. This is, and we're doing it here anyway, but you want to get to all the benefits of, of the people who are here. You know what I mean? And spread the word and share it because this is quality content. This is something that can help you elevate as opposed to the stuff that helps you to be, be depressed and, and takes your mind off of the important things. And it's just something nutritious that tastes real good. So you can never yeah. go wrong with Positively Angela. I'll do that, actually. I'll do it. So if you've got questions and you want to come over, just hop on over and... Um... I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. On YouTube. Definitely. Yeah, I'll do it. Definitely. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lance, you get some rest and say hello to Mrs. Gerv for me. Oh, please. yeah, she's knocked out. She, she, can't, <laughs> she can't outlast me, but she worked me today. I feel like I went to the gym today, you know, so that helped me out a whole lot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because she was working hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll All see right. you over on Positively Angela, my beautiful friends. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yay. Thank you so All much. Right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Lance. Yes. <laughs>
When you're away, nights are sleepless Do we need space? Yeah, maybe you're brave Boy, you're my weakness Giving we take the love that we make It's my favorite drug Too caught up in your love Just can't stop thinking about you 